We're back. <laughs> we are hot and ready. Recording. Yeah, I mean, now we're at episode seven of you. We're making it, people. We are efficiency. For those who doubted us, we're talking about ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> You're the real fools. <laughs> because here we are, here we thriving, are. recording, multitasking, Boom. getting work done for the work week. Oof. Talk about it. Are so. we getting work done for the work week or just like hanging on by a thread? I mean, you're folding clothes. I'm not doing That's anything for my work thread, week. Because like, this was happening yesterday. I mean, if anything, I'm making my work week worse by by tricking myself into thinking that I'm a morning person and can get on a 6 a.m. flight and like go to work and be refreshed and like treat people with the dignity and respect they deserve instead of the frazzled mess that I might be. But here we are. Recording. Recording. Um, yeah, so episode seven of you, we're making our way right through this. There are actually only three episodes left, so we'll see what those end up being or what in general this ends up being because this has been a very long journey. It's been a long series, but we're gonna finish it because we have to, yeah, we really have to for you, trash bags. For you, (laughs) I gotta put in my little drop. (laughs) Thank you, Soldier Boy. This episode was sponsored by Soldier Boy and Soldier Watch. Which, wait, let me check to see if you go. We'll still <laughs> redirect you to, to Nintendo. Soldiergame.net, oh soldierwatch.gov. Oh my gosh. Yeah. If you're not aware or not privy to this information, but Soldier Boy, a local California phenom. It does. Though, oh my God, no. <laughs> he started his own um, products line where he created different electronic devices. It was a gaming console. A gaming console, a watch, I believe some sort of phone was also in talks of being made. Not a soldier phone. I don't know. But Nintendo said, (laughs) oh, silly boy. Can you believe that was this year? This has been the longest year. It really has. I can't remember what else I said was peak 2019, but I don't know. Maybe it was the little Nas X thing. Yeah, wow. Of him just being, like, under 21 and, like, better than everyone. Yeah. As far as, like, getting it your money goes. This happened in January when Soldier Boy started. When he was like, Drake! Yeah, but I forgot January was the wildest month. So, like, the Soldier thing, Jesse Smollett, <gasps> and the other stuff was happening in January, too. But those are the two that I remember very, Wait. very clearly. In January, that's why this year has felt so long. Oh, starting off with so gosh. much drama. <laughs> Ugh. And I can't even remember the drama that just happened that I was like, wow, this is people. Jordan Woods. No, it wasn't even Jordan. Oh, my God. That no, I'm talking about that was January, too. Oh, That's wow. what I was forgetting. Frick. And we yeah. live streamed that, too. Well, not like live streamed it. But we watched we, the Red Table as soon as it dropped. Oh, yes. absolutely. Um, it is a Facebook product, so efficiency. Shout out to your work. Shout out to my people. Um... Dang, I can't remember what that drama was, but it happened like three weeks ago, and I was like, damn, that's peak 2019, and then I thought... Was it with celebrities? Maybe. I don't know. It'll come back to me at some random point, and then I'll... Yeah, I random like Jordan Woods. Yeah, Jesse Smollett, Jordan Woods, and the Soldier Boy thing were all within like mere weeks. Damn. Like two weeks of each other. Well, I mean, listen, 2019 has been long. Let it be over, Lord Jesus, please. Won't he do it, and can't he do it? (laughs) Yes. Please. Be a fence around tw- the rest of 2019. <laughs> <laughs> hedge of protection. Hedge of protection. Lily of the Valley. We're about to take down the church. <laughs> so we'll start stomping. <laughs> Dude. 
Oh, my floor cement, so you really won't be able to hear it. Oh, dang. Well, I guess that's kind of nice. Anyway, episode seven. We are back with Joe, Beck, and the rest. We're also back with a fuzzy John Stamos. And by fuzzy, I mean bearded. Um, Just hair everywhere. Hair everywhere. He's wearing a lot of turquoise. Um, but he is listed on the credits as a special guest star. Ah, um, wow. So I guess that's like more special than just being obviously a regular guest star. But he's like in a couple of episodes, so I don't understand. I would have called him a, like, maybe not a reoccurring character, but a character. Yeah, I mean, he had a, a plot, at least a, a little one. Yeah. But we see that Joe is in therapy with uh, therapist John Stamos, Fuzzy John Stamos. And he's basically recounting that his relationship was at one point beautiful and perfect post peach death, but now it has ended and he wants to know why. Um, a perfect thing to go to your therapist for, yeah. I guess. Work through, Work. see the hand that you had in it, help somebody in the other person that. Yeah, alternative perspectives yeah. to real life situations. Shout out to therapy. And their license and their professionals. Oh yeah. So they have the credentials to do all of this. And so he basically says everything was good till it wasn't. Yep. Um, you without me ain't us, all that thing. Yeah. And what we also realize at this point is he's pretending to be someone named Paul to the therapist. And he's explaining Beck as if Beck were his fake boyfriend who became distant, became cold shouldered and, you know, that he had to take care of in her time of grief and all of this stuff. But he's basically just lying to the therapist so that he can, you know, get as much in t- insight as he can without coming off as the bad guy, I'm assuming, at this point. We yeah. find out more information later. And because it would be a conflict of interest. Like, yeah. therapists couldn't see, like, two people who are... Well, I mean, it depends on what they want to do. But yeah, that would be an outright conflict of interest. Right. Because we find out later that this is Beck's therapist as yeah. well. And he basically came there to get that... Sweet, sweet gossip. So (laughs) they flash back a lot to like the good times, like, you know. 500 Days of Summer style. Oh, very 500 Days of Summer. Like everything was perfect in my eyes. And she was doing this, this, and this. We were like fucking all the time. We were having a great, you know, love life. We ate together. We did all these things. We played Scrabble and, you know, we kissed in the rain. Like just doing all the things that like a white in love would do. So. It was a great time. Carefree for the summer that they were having. Um, And then, oh, you know, they talk about like, oh, she's got like a bad boy issue. Like she's always like loved bad boys, which I was just like, okay, sis, you should recognize that if you have that complex, you know, just recognize, recognize and attribute accordingly. Yeah. Um, And they also do that thing where it's like, oh, that's our song or like, oh, that's our word. It describes us perfectly in harmony. And I was just like, I'm ready to... Yeah, I'm ready to end it all at this point. <laughs> like, end it. Right. AKA press the home button. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they just keep going, you know? And we realize that Uncle Jesse is also smoking weed while uh, fake uh, Joe is telling his story. And I'm just like, have mercy is right. Like, how are you going to smoke a joint during your session while you're listening? How? How? But you know what? Do you. It's your office. So... Then this is where things have taken a turn for Beck. She apparently has lost her job at the yoga studio for falling asleep during a class. And I'm just like, Tio, as someone who's had multiple jobs at multiple places of business, falling asleep 
That's a new one. That's new. <laughs> That's that new new. That's something different. Different. I have gone to I... work running on fumes and still never taken a single wink. Never. Like, but I have thought about it. I just don't. You fell asleep. Like not even purposefully. Like went somewhere to take a nap. You just fell asleep. Just but doing it. Yoga so it's relaxing, so it's kind of good. I guess so, but like I always feel like the yoga teachers. Anytime I've taken a yoga class, they're like walking, walking around, around adjusting people's posture. Yeah, so like even in the parts that are relaxing, where I have like thought about falling asleep, the yoga teacher is walking around where being I like, personally, oh ah, yes, out. yeah, oh ah, no, maybe they do that so they don't doze off. Right, because Beck, yeah. then you end up having At a Beck. You. So you know he's telling the story of like oh you know i decided to give her a job at my store now i'm no relationship expert as most people can probably attest to but you said it not me (laughs) you didn't say anything yet look what you did leave me alone you bully now i'm a bully because i said one phrase that i say often listen anyway it's me easily triggered but you're not supposed to work with your significant other unless there's like a significant space difference of like maybe your roles are different yeah. or maybe you know there's like a hierarchy difference this or is like one bookstore with, with three employees she's the third yeah <laughs> and at that weekly team meeting it's when awesome. ethan had to you know sit there and him and joe say you know our newest employee my girlfriend Things are going to go great. Ethan was confusion. So were we. Yeah, everyone was confused. And turns out, Beck's a bad employee. Yeah. I would think that you would hear somebody get fired from their last gig for falling asleep and be like, oh. <laughs> right. Like, on <laughs> that section of ZipRecruiter, you might just say next. Yeah, as two people from two people who um, don't give work their all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, no. Yes, I do. And if anyone's listening, I give it 100%. <laughs> Twenty four five. <laughs> the weekends are lazy time. Mm, but yeah, well, maybe I'm just speaking for myself. <laughs> I don't like we said we don't even fall asleep at work. But I also would never go to a place of employment. They'd be like, "Wow, red flags on this one." Right. Yeah, they should have said that about. Me. Oh my gosh! So this is a side thing, but you know how you watch that cartoon guy that does the movie reviews. Love him, yeah. Yeah, I started. I watched watching, several actually. Okay, I started watching. I, I started watching like a bunch of the recent ones, and at one point he has this version where like the red flag comes up, and it's his little cartoon guy blowing a trumpet and holding a giant exactly red flag. And every time a red flag comes up, now that's all I think about, and I just want to play that at most points in my life when something weird happens, but I can't. When something weird happens, <laughs> like off, yeah, just Joe, or just Joe from this show. So, Beck's a bad employee, but you know what? They're in love, so it doesn't matter. Um, but remember the police officer from the last episode who did run the plates indeed? He calls the bookstore looking for the owner of the car. However, he is still easily tricked and outschemed and outsmarted. And Joe's always there because that's his place of employment, his place of destruction. <laughs> that is where he murder. got zip recruited. Yes. That. <laughs> he got mad. ZipRecruiter. Speaking of ZipRecruiter... We're going to take a short break. (laughs) Now on to our sponsor. This episode was brought to you by ZipRecruiter. So Lacey and I have actually been looking for the perfect intern to help us with marketing, editing the podcast. Finally, bringing us coffee. Taking Um, care of Scout. Getting our cans and our string tied together from Chicago to Dallas. 
the studio, aka our apartment. AKA. So yeah. what we did was we basically uploaded all these traits, everything we were looking for, and ZipRecruiter matched us with the perfect candidate. Yes, and at the fraction of the time and cost of any other leading job finder site, um, this person is a great intern. Um, his name is Kevin, and <laughs> he's a white man, but you know we let that go. And he works hard. <laughs> he works really hard to help us with our clearly demanding lifestyles. Yes. Um, he helps with our in-studio dog, and he also who hasn't been walked yet today, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're going to get Kevin on that. Um, but yeah, uh, shout out to ZipRecruiter. They're offering all of our listeners um, twenty percent off of their first. <laughs> Use code trash bag. That's T R A S H bag. B A G. That's zippergreen.com slash trash bag. T-R-A-S-H bag. And now back to the show. Okay. So we're back. So we're back. Um, let me go back to the notes. My eyes are a little not working. So, oh yeah, Beth's still bad at her job. Um, but you know what? Her birthday's coming up, and she makes up for it with a little date for Joe. Like, I'm sorry, I'm a bad employee, and I'm bad at everything I do. I'm so bad and terrible. Um, but he's like, it's fine, you know, whatever. So <laughs> she starts talking about, like, her therapist, and Joe is clearly jealous, yeah. but, you know, he's not really, like, voicing it just yet. But he brings up her birthday and says, hey, girl, your birthday's coming up. What do you want to do? And she says, let's just keep it low key, man. Like, you know, without Peach, I don't know if I really want to do anything crazy. Because obviously she's still in grief. That is so weird to think, yeah, Peach is dead, dead. Yeah, like dead, dead. And, you know, they're still all tricked in presuming that it was her herself. So obviously they're all very still sad yeah, about the loss of their friends. Signs. Yeah, That's like. Friends. They feel bad, and so obviously Joe's like, I will respect your wishes, but then Beck's friend Lynn is like, actually, let's do something big anyway, because that's what Peach would have done, which isn't a bad idea, but Beck has clearly said she didn't want anything, and so it's kind of like a hit or miss in that, like, sometimes myth of how men will say, oh, well, like, I asked her if she wanted anything for her birthday, and then she said no, and so I didn't get her anything, and then she got that's mad at me, and it's just like, ugh. That doesn't happen every time, folks. Can confirm as local woman. A local woman, yeah, who doesn't want gifts. That's Lacey, not me. I like gifts. No, 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 no. My love language is gifts. Please oh. ignore everything she just. I want gifts as well. Yeah, it goes gifts, quality time. I just know words of affirmation is last. Don't oh, talk to me. Words of affirmation is my top one. Well, it's tied with physical touch. Anyway, y'all aren't here to hear about our love languages. What you're here to hear about is that <laughs> Joe thinks that Beck is fucking her therapist. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's true. And we don't have any proof of this. However. Joe thinks he does. Joe thinks that he does. So she he throws her a birthday party and it's like a cute little, everyone dressed up as a literary character. But Beck has yet to show up. It's getting later and later and, and later and later and later. Party. Right, so she doesn't know about it, but she's just, she made, like, dinner plans, like, the trick plan, so that she would show up and be like, surprise! Um, well, she doesn't show up for, like, an hour or something, and Joe is, like, bad-mouthing her, and she's, like, right behind him, and it's like, <clears throat> so they get into a big fight. Clearly, Joe is jealous, like, are you fucking your therapist? Yeah. Give me your phone! And it's just Ooh, like, oh. Not and I, give me your phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
but it's a lot of blame throwing and of course Beck is just like are you kidding me like I told you I didn't want anything and then he kind of turns it on her and it's like okay that's fine and all but like where were you like we were supposed to have dinner like what do you mean like I know you didn't want this party but we actually were supposed to have plans it was a trip but yeah. we were supposed to have plans and she's like I don't know I took a walk and then and was like why do you smell like wine then and it's just like oh my god Ooh. like this is getting uh dare but, I say he did facts are facts but facts are facts so they start getting into it and he kind of shifts the blame to her of like well you've been distant and cold hard to read all this stuff I thought because you were talking more about peace you were feeling better but now this therapist shit I'm not into it <laughs> <laughs> which once again <laughs> burr, 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 red flag that was therapist. <laughs> <laughs> like it should be a sign that if your boyfriend's mad at you for going to therapy but we we'll find out some tea later we do find out some tea later on however but like at this moment in time he doesn't really have any evidence that she's cheating on him and she like give me your phone and she's like if i give you this phone and you read it just know that there's no trust between us and if we don't trust them we don't want anything go ahead take it <laughs> oh yeah it gets rough so you know what he's just like you know what i want there to be trust i'm gonna leave it alone she continues to be kind of cold and distant continues seeing her therapist but we could flash back to the fact that once again joe is in beck's therapist's office pretending that all of this is a fake thing, but telling him the real situation. Trying and, to get some tea. Yeah, it's but the therapist is more like, you know, I think I can help you, bro. Because you seem like two different people. And one of them I can help. Here's my card. Um, thanks, Fuzzy John Samos. So, <laughs> he grabs his, like, pen knife. And, like, you think that Joe's about to kill this therapist. But he's like, nah, I don't think I'm going to be needing your services. He leaves. Fuzzy John Stamos smokes another joint, you know, because like we jamming and yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's that. He leaves the office, but then we see that Joe is waiting for the therapist, and we think, oh, he's just gonna kill this guy too, because he's just on a killing spree. But no, he just breaks back into the office to listen to his recordings of Beck's um, sessions, which is also messed up. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I agree. Very shocking and terrible. Well, it is terrible to listen to someone's recordings with their therapist. It's private information. Yeah. It can't even be subpoenaed. Exactly. So everything Joe's done at this point is illegal, but he's listening and clearly Beck is just like, you're too much. You're too clingy. I'm a mess and I don't want you holding on to this mess. So you can have your space. Cowboy. Literally. Hit it, girl. Okay. And that's the 30 <laughs> seconds that we're allowed to have legally on this podcast okay. without copyright. Casey Musgraves, Space Cowboy. Yes, at Spacey Casey. So he realizes, you know what? She wants space. I should give her space. So he decides to go to her door and say, I'm really sorry if I was smothering you and I'm sorry that I, you know, did X, Y, and Z. I won't do it anymore. It's over. And they are quote unquote broken up. Now, a really random thing happens where remember that Joe has neighbors. Those neighbors are going through their own situation. Yes. Paco's family. Paco's family is messed up, but one of Paco's mom's friends, Karen, is staying at their apartment trying to protect the family from the abusive boyfriend with a bat. <laughs> and she we'd also like to point out Karen is a black woman. Karen so is a black lady. She and she has the bat, so she's got a lot of the power here yeah. in these situations. 
So Joe walks back to their apartment. Karen is like kind of just sitting there, I guess. And she's like, what's wrong with you? Because why Joe not? looks, you know, rusty, rusty down in the nose. Yeah. He's, all, he's usually rusty, rusty. Right. But now also down in the nose. He never looks good. <laughs> no. But today he looks so bad. So Karen's like, what's up with you, man? And he's just like, my girlfriend dumped me and I'm, uh, I'm really just going through it right now. And of course Karen's like, hmm. Next thing you know, fucking ducking in the apartment. And it and seems, they're in love. And yeah, all of a sudden they're in love. I mean, okay, that's like the next episode where we really get into that. And I Yeah. <laughs> Swallow it right back up. Um, but it was a very quick breakup and it was a very quick hookup for Karen. But you know what? Black ladies getting their shine as like a recurring character in a show with plot. Are we mad at? No. No, absolutely not. But it seems like a very interesting plot development considering like... This is a one night stand that's like occurring literally like hours after their the official breakup. Someone he said he was in love with, obsessed with, has killed for. Yep. But now that it's over, he's like, meh, maybe not. So we get to that point where Karen's like clearly like a cute little jokester. She's just like, ah, you know, like whatever. And she goes back to living her life. And that's when we see Joe kind of smashing the phone that he used to use to stalk Beck. Um, and all these things, even though he's still looking at her social media and all this stuff. And we cut to black. And that's it on episode seven. That's the end. So we're waiting to see where, no spoilers, where Karen and Joe go. Yep. And where's the show going to go? Because the whole plot has been that Joe is a creepy stalker killer for Beck. Will he start killing now for Karen? Will he? Will Beck even be in the rest of this show? What's happening with Paco and Paco's mom? Yeah. I mean, there, yeah, there's a lot going on that has, and like, is John Stamos, like, I mean, is he going to come back? Were they fucking, like, there, none of that was revealed in this episode, but a lot of things were brought up just out of the dust because it was like a flash forward situation of like, thirty seconds. That's it. <laughs> Can't get sued. <laughs> Because my voice sounds just like the <laughs> You are at Posty Malone. At Postmates Malone. <laughs> you know that story about last year he ordered more than $5,000 worth of Postmates. Was it all from Olive Garden? Like when he went with Jimmy Fallon? Is Olive Garden all Postmates? Let us know, listeners. But no, I think he's just, like, he just buys stuff. He has, like, lines in his songs. Like, one of them is, like, thing is about time, Postmates, playing me. So I think he's just serious. I think he just likes Postmates, but it's also like in his name. Maybe when did Postmates start, and when did Post Malone have his drive? I would be weird if I were somebody like camping at like Postmates because of my house, or even just where I'm staying temporarily. But clearly, he doesn't care. Right, and he probably is using a fake name. Can you do that? Yeah, like you set up your account, and like you can put in like whatever you want your name to be, or he's having like an assistant order it. Okay. I felt like I thought for like Uber and stuff, don't you have to put your like real assistant name for your contract? I didn't have to do that for Uber. I can't remember. I set up an Uber account like five years ago. Yeah, I don't recall that being a thing. I definitely didn't do it for Postmates or like DoorDash or any of those. Like yeah. I didn't upload like my ID to show those real person. You can be anybody. Yeah. I could. I am anybody. Postmates changed that. What? No. That's so much work. Anyway, 
please join us on our political podcast next week where we talk about the gig economy. Um, But yeah, that's that on that. That's all she wrote. Episode 7, done. But yeah, we are on our way to finishing this, guys. Three more episodes until we are finito with you season one and also update you season two is coming out in december i don't think that we'll talk about it but because there's some there's some spicy odd things coming out on lifetime i've heard tell that the lori loughlin's biopic is coming out i've heard tell some other things are coming out so oh yeah a wendy williams contact us on our socials everywhere we are at a We are big joke. We are at a lifetime of trash. That's A L I F E T I M E O F T R. Why do we keep saying spelling everything except the last word? You started it. Well, you're right. It is easier, so let's keep doing it. And you can also email us at Google. Same thing. A lifetime of trash at at Google. At gmail.com. We don't work there. We don't have at Google. No. But. I stopped receiving their checks long ago. Yeah. I just never received them. Um, so. But yeah. But thanks for listening and can't wait for you guys to hear the rest. Yeah. Bye, trash bag. Bye. Bye.